Finishing up this week in Second Timothy, and uh, we're just going to jump right into the scripture today. Okay. Six through thirteen. They are the kind who warm their way into homes and gain control over gullible women who are loaded down with sins and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Just as Janus and John Ray opposed Moses, so also these teachers oppose the truth. They are men of depraved minds who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far because, as in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. You, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecutions, sufferings, and what kind of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, and persecutions I endured. Yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evildoers and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Well, these people from the beginning of chapter three aren't getting any better. Right. <laughs> right. They are not. <laughs> and here we are again with all these loose women. <laughs> yes. This is just a continuance of Timothy's lament or uh, Paul's lament of like how rotten people are. Yeah. <laughs> In his church. <laughs> In his church. That's Ooh, right. They need Jesus. well because people don't clean up before they come to church we take them the way they are and so you got to figure every church people are coming in who are immersed in this Mm -hmm. and then again there's that time thing sometimes it takes a little time to get that stuff worked out of people You know what, for those women, there's a um, FYI box by R. Kent Hughes. Their consciences were burdened, and thus they gave ready ears to impostors who promised to ease their guilt. Their unconfessed sins stood between them and God and made their reasoning faulty. Their sins, like an especially violent flu, left them vulnerable to worse diseases. So they yeah. just, they they wanted to hear something, the false teaching mm-hmm. that could ease their guilt and yeah. not, they wouldn't have to face it and wouldn't have to repent and wouldn't have to, you know. Change. Change. Yeah. It's a good excuse, you know, oh, not, it's giving them permission to continue in their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were listening to the people that would tell them what they wanted to hear as opposed to people who told them the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul does like specifically address the women here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just keep thinking, Paul, there's a reason you're not married. It's because <laughs> <laughs> some woman did you dirty. Uh, anyway. yeah, it kind of seems that way, doesn't <laughs> right? it? Yeah. 
That is not, I, that's not, that, that's not the truth. That's, I know. That's <laughs> teaching. That is me. That, that is me. Well, sarcastic. Just remember that he is addressing Timothy about the um, elders, right? The elders and the leaders in the church, which are men. Yeah. Yes. And so these are the kind of men that worm their way into homes of the gullible women. So he's not addressing the women for their part in it, but the, the elders and the people who want to be teachers who are the false teachers, right? Is that right? Yeah. And so there's a note in my Bible um, that says that the false teachers here in particular target women. They sought access to homes because in the traditional Greek culture of Ephesus, most women were less available in public. The women who owned their own homes were most often widows. So widows may have been often targeted, which Paul has addressed the widows Mm -hmm. previously um, so that they could gain access to homes where the false teachers could establish or influence congregations. Wow. So, you know, and my, you know, I've, I've, I use this new living Testament a lot. I've I've just about worn the cover off of it. So I'm going to have to go to something new soon, but I do like my, my translation here is vulnerable. These women were vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Um, And so think about that for a minute. If, a lot of widows, you're alone, you are more vulnerable for sure. Um, so it, I think it's very important for us to realize this may be another reason that the church was so protective of widows. And God himself is protective of widows and orphans because they are more vulnerable. It's not good for anybody to be alone. Does anyone have translations? Because I'm hearing just gullible women in general. Like they could be married. Yeah, they could be could in be. a household. They're just gullible. It, um, I can look up that translation for gullible. That, that'd be interesting to me if anyone has a different word. But no, I, mine doesn't I, say anything about widows, it, but, it, but it just says women. Right. Yeah. But don't forget and, they're loaded down with sins. Yeah. Guilt. What are they and, guilty about? Because yeah. they are swayed by all kinds of evil desires. Right. And the thing I keep, when okay. I kept reading it, it was like, yeah, anyone. It could, this could be men or women, but it, it might tend be. to yeah. be women. And yeah. that's where he was addressing it specifically. But I think you're right. When you were reading that, that um, the quote by R. Kent Hughes, their consciences were burdened and they gave ready ears to imposters who promised to ease their guilt. We are gullible anytime we choose to try to fix our sin without God. Yeah. Not because we're women, but because we're human. Because we're yes. human. That applies yeah. across yeah. the board. Yeah, it does. I agree. And, and I think we can, we need to be really careful because we identify as Christian women. And it's like, oh, I'm not, I won't be that gullible. Yeah, I will. Because yeah. sin is sin. Sin's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. And any time I try to fix sin with sin, meaning without God, um, that's a mistake. It just becomes more sin. Yeah. And I know, I mean, I've tried to do this many, 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 many times, right? The, the answer is to turn to God and to f- confess that, that sin. And then let God handle that. Let's put some more context back. These are most likely... Um, women who've come out of paganism. 
Oh, right? good point. Yes. So these are not good um, women who were necessarily righteous Jews or a lot of these women have come out straight out of paganism into Christianity. Mm -hmm. So who knows what their lifestyle was like before Um, and what kind of guilt now that they know some of the truth, what kind of guilt they might have and how they're trying to rationalize their past um, with their future. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. When I, I was looking up the concurrence with Gullible, mm-hmm. and it's captive. Captive. Which really fits. Okay. Their minds That's, are captive. Yeah. 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 And then wasn't that um, when you were talking yes, yesterday, um, saying that if we take these offenses to all those things that are happening, mm-hmm. this offense will own my time, will own me? Yeah. Like we're taken captive by these. Yeah. More of that captivity. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they call them and lead captive silly women laden with sins. And this is in um I think it's King New King it's in King James. King James, yeah. Yeah. Well, verse 13 says, evil people and imposters will flourish. They will deceive others and will themselves be deceived. Again, just another warning that, you know, there's deception out there. But he also gives this final charge to Timothy. You, however, know about my teachings, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, et cetera, et cetera. But he's already said, you keep Keep my the way you've been taught, the way I have taught you, that's the way for you to go. Right. So don't go the way of these others. Yeah, don't Remember, be distracted. You know how my life, how I have lived. Yeah. Follow that. Yeah. Follow that line. So it's not all doom and gloom. No. no. Mm-hmm. He 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 warns to stay away from things, but then he says, but move towards this, exactly what you were saying, Suzanne. You can't just say, oh, no, I won't do that. You need to backfill that with something. Mm-hmm. Jesus um, is a good backfill. <laughs> and when, when we tell our children, don't touch that hot stove or don't stick your finger in that electrical outlet, we're not telling them doom and gloom. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're saying, you know, it's right. dangerous. could doom and gloom occur? Yes, it could, but it's dangerous. Just realize it's dangerous. And, and it'll don't hurt go you. there. Don't yeah, go there. Don't go there. So, so one of the things, um, and, and this made sense, it was like, yeah, we're, we're telling them, or God is giving this, and, but it's coming, this light is coming into a world that loves darkness. This world, this kingdom of this world loves darkness. It's exciting. It's a lot of activity. If you look at all the things we went through, there's a lot of energy in all of that. When you slander someone, if you're unforgiving towards someone, you have no self-control lovers of pleasure and it's like the difference is this calm joy that's like an opposite to that on where you want to live did any of your kids ever watch there was a movie out a long time ago mean girls (laughs) i watched anybody heard about that it's i mean those girls took a lot of pleasure yes they really did in being mean to each other and to putting each other down and to trying to one-up the other and um so, yeah, those are kind of worldly pleasures that a lot of people indulge in. Think of social media mm-hmm. and, and what happens with that. Our millennials, 
some are so afraid because they're they're canceled constantly. They're canceled too young to understand it. Yeah. So there's this tender heart that might be carrying things that aren't even really theirs to carry because of the damage that's happened. So rather than look at at, um, these women, these gullible women with judgment, um, and especially too, Angie, when you were giving that picture, they were coming from pagan practices. Many could have been slaves, temple prostitutes and things like that that were horrific and really hard. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we run into gullible anybody, maybe replacing that with captivity. Yeah. They're captive and the compassion we should have towards them would be helpful as long as we don't engage in and right. <laughs> slide into that behavior. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm listening. I listened last, you know, <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I have nothing to do with them. Yeah. <clears throat> so rather than have nothing to do with them, if we look at all these behaviors, um, there was a question in the homework or, or what are the, um, what are what the lifestyle things or characters, character um, qualities that are in women that you admire, that you go towards, that help draw you and support you in the faith? Are there any women in your life in particular who've really spoken into you? Other than all of us. I was going to say, look at us. We speak into each other's lives every week. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important. Anybody else? Though outside of us? I definitely do. I've had more than one woman um, that I've really looked at, but my uh, best friend Gwen has always, in every situation, has always pointed me toward Jesus. Yeah. And I, I, I've ministered with her in women's ministry. We've been friends for, you know, what is it, 40 40 years or so. And wow. the way she handles things, the way she talks to people, the way she um, interacts with people, she's not judgmental. She's, she is kind. She's just all these things that she should not perfect. I get that. I mean, I do know her quite well. (laughs) I'm not saying she's perfect because none of us are, but she is a godly woman. And I, I feel free that I can kind of, um, look at her and her lifestyle as an example of how to follow Christ. So, yeah. Great. That's awesome. I'm going to, I'm going to call out Didi. So many times we're in things and Didi's heart goes, but what about the women? What about the women? And I love that. She does have a heart for others. Yeah. Yeah. I think so often too, like I know I'm attracted to um, authenticity Mm-hmm. Like the people who are the the women who are out there saying, you know what, it's a struggle, and there are hard things, and it's um, it's not easy. But this is um, like pointing back to Jesus, pointing back to the grace of God, and saying like, um, you know, that it really is. It's true and authentic and worked out and not putting the shiny face on. Like, like Terry said, like not being perfect um, and not even pretending to be perfect. Cause there are people out there who are like, Oh, everything's good. I'm perfect. Um, but right. who are really willing to be out there in the down and dirty and um, just walking through it. Right. 
I, I think that speaks to like, we should all be finding someone to mentor us. Mm-hmm. We should find someone who's more mature than we are in our faith that we can learn how to walk through that down and dirty stuff and learn how to see when we're not connected and we're not together and we might be missing Jesus. And we need to be turning around and looking for the woman who needs that support. And, and by the way, this doesn't work. It's like, Hey, I will mentor you because I don't think you know as much as I do. That's not the way this works. <laughs> It's a little different than that. It's just pouring into those around you. To when I went, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Um, at a church that I was going to, that we, I was a part of the women's ministry. We had a ministry called Heart to Heart. And I don't know if you um, wrote, uh, Suzanne, I don't even know if you're really old enough to hit, remember that. Rosemary, you might, but you may not have been a Christian then. Anyways, it's a Heart to Heart ministry. And it's where the older woman would mentor a younger woman and then that one you would be the older woman to a younger woman and so whoever wanted to be a part of that put your names in and then um there were a few women that drew all those names and prayerfully put you together with someone so I was in a heart-to-heart uh friendship and it it was great it really was and I formed lasting friendship you know, with the my older woman, and I'm still in contact with my younger woman. But um, that's that was a great, great ministry. So yeah, be a mentor, find someone to mentor. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, Terry, will you um, close us out this week? Sure will. That'd be awesome. Thanks. Lord, we're so uh, thankful once again for your word. We're so thankful that you um, give us instructions on how to keep our eyes open and what we should be looking for, uh, not to fall into the devil's trap, not to become trapped in all these uh, bad behaviors and bad thoughts and um, not to be gullible and be taken advantage of. But Lord, we pray for wisdom and each situation that we get into, that we would uh, have our eyes open and that we would be listening to your spirit leading us uh, in every situation and every friendship. So Lord, we just um, pray that you would uh, make our words um, meaningful to other people that are listening to us and pray Lord that uh, they would also turn to your word to get clarification and, and to listen to the spirit leading in every relationship and pray in Jesus name. Amen. Ha, 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 ha.